Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Moments That Made Me with me, your host, Roxina Fusi. Today, I am joined by the absolutely wonderful Laura Wright. Laura is a classical mezzo-soprano singer, mum to 14-month-old Ottilie, and host of her own podcast, Music In My Life, which I was a guest on last week and cried and it was wonderful and Laura was just the sweetest nicest person and I thought I've got to get her on the show and hear her three defining moments so thank you so much for coming on Laura oh thank you for such a lovely introduction it was such a pleasure talking to you about music as well so thank you from from me personally for coming on my podcast mutual love and respect (laughs) it was so emotional I know music can do that to us I think especially at the moment we're all a little bit on edge I think uh, you know at times and music is um, yeah it's a great way to to let rip on emotion when you need it. So Laura let's go straight into your first defining moment. So this was really really hard for me because um, so many moments in my life have been about performances about music and I think actually if I go kind of I guess probably like many of your guests try to go right back to the beginning and think what was that first moment where for me I felt like this is what I want to do this is who I am and and I had that passion sort of ignite inside me for singing and for music and it's a really um it's a really kind of quite silly memory I guess but it was a moment in time where I was in my brother I've got three older brothers and my eldest brother's called Seamus and he was driving me to school and he'd passed his driving test was very proud and a little bit cocky and was like yeah yeah we can you know we'll drive to school and I was like yes I'm going to arrive you know in this um this horrible little car but still it was it was cool at the time that my brother was dropping me off to school and we were singing along in the car and I started harmonizing with him um so basically making up my own sort of melody that fitted with the music and he was singing and I don't know why it was just this moment where I was like this feels so good like this made it made my heart feel alive it made me feel alive and the fact that um, it was with my brother. I'm incredibly close with my family and my three older brothers, especially. And so it was this moment where I thought, God, this is this is really cool. And it was there was no pressure involved. There was no expectation. It was just us driving, singing, enjoying music. And that was kind of I think when I decided to, you know, kind of had a little chat with myself and thought, 
I want to be a singer. I want to be a musician. I want to be in this world. So yeah, it was quite exciting. I love that. And you know, not many people have that moment where they know what they want to do so young. And even if they do, usually it doesn't happen. You know, I, I mean, I, I mean, I think we've all, most people listening will say what they wanted to do when they were um, at school is very different to what they ended up doing. So how special to actually have figured it out at a young age and then done it yeah definitely and I think then you know came with that as well as other things that you know were hurdles that got in the way and and also learning about an industry that you know let's face it we all know isn't quite as glamorous as it looks from the outside um so I think that's why I loved that moment so much because it was um it was just really natural and it was just me and him singing and and it was a moment where I decided you know for my own kind of my own passion in life and that was music and it was my own decision and I think a lot of the time as we get especially as we get older decisions sort of happen and not are made for us but sometimes it feels like that path is already perhaps laid out and so this was kind of my own decision in that moment and yeah and I feel very lucky that I've gone on to become a, a professional singer and and done some wonderful things but I think that was that was just really special for me and something also that I don't think I've ever told anyone about it either so it feels like it's our little kind of secret (laughs) I love it so much and I feel like even just hearing you say it it's something so wholesome about that story and imagining you there in, in your car with your brother and and knowing that feeling of you know thinking you were arriving at school and feeling cool in your brother's car and that all coming together and the fact that it's stuck with you for so long I think is just so lovely and thank you for sharing that moment he wrote his own music as well so he was that person in my life that when I didn't really Uh, know what I wanted to do he was my inspiration he was always the person who was you know locked up in his room upstairs writing music going through teenage years and obviously was quite a busy household with four kids there but Seamus was always writing music he was always doing his own thing that's something that my my mum always told me was just just do you you know and be yourself and and it doesn't matter if that doesn't feel like that's the right path that everyone else is taking it's it's your own and that's really cool and that's good so I think he he inspired me um with his own creativity oh love that <laughs> love love family so Laura what is your second defining moment okay so I think again this is it I suppose my three moments are all going to be you know music orientated I guess in fact no the third one's a little bit different but for me this was a moment where I again so I'd obviously made that decision to become a singer but this was a moment where I remember I questioned absolutely everything that was going on in my life at that time and it was when I went and did my first audition at uh, Royal College of Music which is where I ended up studying and I just I just remember watching I think it was a TED talk beforehand about being vulnerable being fragile and I just didn't get it I was like what do you mean this has to be perfect like you know they're gonna test me this is this is the most kind of intense period of your life and I think when you're that age and you're looking for whether you want to go to university or not whether you're going to get a place or not and and also I think for people who might not know uh, places like Royal College of Music, Royal Northern, Guildhall, Royal Academy they're, they're quite different to other universities in the sense that for example in a year as in terms of singers there would only be five or six singers you know that there's not a lot of you so it's a very intense Mm. kind of situation and environment to be in and I think for me this audition literally meant everything to me and it was one of those moments where I had to kind of go okay if you let this get to you 
like this is you know what I mean this is going to be too much and and it's just you're going to go overboard but actually when it comes to performance it's something very hard to describe but if you let yourself be vulnerable and be fragile oh my goodness the best things can happen the worst things can happen too but it was just this moment where I sort of almost went do you know what fuck it I'm just going to do it whatever happens whatever notes come out that's what happens and I stood there and it was almost like I had this out of body weird experience because I was so nervous so excited this meant absolutely everything to me and it was not just because it meant it, it meant so much to me personally, but I knew also the respect that came with a place, you know, getting a place to somewhere like that. Um, I was lucky enough to be offered a scholarship there uh, after my audition as well. And it was just this whole, I kind of can't really remember most of the audition. I just remember the feeling. And I think that's when you know that something's either gone <laughs> terribly wrong or really well. Um, mm. I can't really place kind of where I was or what was around me, but I just remember this sensation of, of performing and it was incredibly intense, but it was just that moment that basically set me on a path for the rest of my career so it was really really important to me when you think back on it do you like feel those feelings coming up those kind of nerves and everything yeah I feel like I get all like waffly with my words because I'm trying to (laughs) I'm trying to explain it and it's really difficult to explain but definitely yeah it brings back a lot of a lot of different emotions but I think the overall feeling is one of of pride I'm I'm quite I'm a very I'll be honest with you Roxy I'm a very competitive person so oh really (laughs) (laughs) as you know I as I said I have three older brothers so I grew up being like look you've got to get on with this or you're going to get lost in amongst you know whatever was going on so yeah it was kind of quite intense but I think for me that audition was really the summing up of all the hard work that had gone into it previous and and I suppose also what's different about an audition is it's not an exam or a paper that you sit over time this audition is 20 minutes long if that so it's all kind of crammed into a very short space of time where you have to be on form there is no other option and it really is a test of character I think um so definitely yeah so it's a very kind of as I say very intense but but something also that I really I live for it and it's moments like that that I I look forward to you know that pressure in a sense is is part of part of the career I guess how long till you found out like the results because they offered me a scholarship they they asked me if I would like a place straight after my audition so you have two auditions I have one well that's what it was like when I was auditioning um and you go into a second round of auditions which is in front of even scarier people (laughs) (laughs) um and then you again sort of do your same performance you might choose a different song and you have a person on the piano who you don't really know as well so you're kind of like oh god are they gonna play it you know how I've practiced it I don't know I've just got to do it and then I've had a conversation with them afterwards and they offered me a place in a a scholarship so I I just remember kind of walking out of the room feeling like I was walking on air um it was the best day ever (laughs) oh and then what do you think because I always think about things like this you know when you want something so much and then you I feel like there's so much lead up to something like an audition or getting a job. I don't know, wanting to just achieve something that's been in your mind for so long. And then you get it. And then did you find that there was ever like, oh my God, like now what? Or were you just like, okay, yes, this is the start. Yeah, to be completely honest, I then had a kind of moment where there was a period of time and I thought, 
uh, yeah, what am I, what does this look like now? You know, what is life like at one of these places where everyone, you know, the kind of reputation preceded it in that sense. And actually in reality, when I was there, I, I found it really, really hard. Um, so I was, uh, to explain a little bit about my kind of scenario going into Royal College I had got signed to um, Universal and I sang with a group called All Angels when I was 15 so I got signed to a record label very very young and when I I knew that I still wanted to study opera and classical music but when I was there studying I was very much pulled in lots of different directions because I was still trying to perform at the same time outside of of college outside of uni so I found it a real struggle actually and it was a real balancing act and at times I felt like I was prejudged because I sang what how can I put it kind of crossover music and then I was also learning in a world that was very uh, straight and narrow if you like and classical and this was the only way and there was one path and that was the path that you took and And so it was quite confusing, actually. And I had to, at one point, make a decision and say, I've got to kind of put all my eggs in one basket here if I'm going to go for this. Um, I can't sort of keep, you know, trying to spin too many plates. And I just felt like I was being pulled in so many different directions. So actually, although I put that kind of place at Royal College up on a pedestal, in reality, those kind of institutions are very difficult to get on with. And that's partly why they create people who are successful in a way but it's also partly why it can be quite damaging as well so it's a real kind of mixture of emotions I think when you experience something like that but of course you know that that can be the making of you as a performer as well I'm sure people would say the same of a job in the sense that it like you say if you have um, an interview for a job and then you you start that job actually that's where the real work starts isn't it that's where you've you've then got to prove yourself so yeah it's a it's a funny old thing those kind of places absolutely (laughs) Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Laura Wright, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Music In My Life. In this series, I'm talking to some amazing guests about their favourite pieces of music. We'll be delving into the music they listen to and why it shaped them throughout the years. It's like intense, it made me feel cooler and stronger and harder than I was. But the man on board had had cancer and that's obviously become a big part of my life. I can listen to it now, reminding myself where I've come from. He just completely lost it as we pulled up to the, to the hospital. You can find it wherever you found this podcast. Just search Music In My Life. So what is your third defining moment? So this is uh, something a bit different and something I think you kind of, you might guess that I would have said, but it has to be obviously becoming a mum. And I don't think that's necessarily a moment. I think it's something I'm still figuring out, but it's definitely something that has changed me completely. And as I said, you know, I'm someone who is quite competitive and I can be quite um, up and down, I have to say at times, uh, which I think comes with the life of performing and being on stage and then feeling like you've done well and then kind of spending a lot of time on your own and and then suddenly having to become a mum be in one place for a long period of time and devote all of my attention and love to to one thing was just incredible and amazingly emotional and just something that I never ever thought 
uh, I could never have prepared myself for it. And I just feel so grateful that I've been able to become a mum, to have a supportive, amazing husband who has been absolutely incredible to be by my side and who loves being a dad. And it's just something that has changed me so much for the better. So, Ooh. yeah. And I, and I think that's, I don't know, it's, it's hard to put into words, isn't it? That kind of the whole thing isn't it so in what ways do you think it's changed you I think I'm a lot more patient now uh, with myself as well as with other people I think I was always trying to sort of I'm very good at kind of saying oh that's not good enough and that's got to be this way and just expecting a lot I think from like I say not just myself but everyone around me and that isn't the nicest environment to be in I don't think at times although I know that what I mean by that is because I want the best out of everything and I think having Ottilie made me realize that nothing's ever going to be perfect and nothing's ever going to be routine and actually to just stop setting yourself up for that failure is really important and also I think just being open to having moments where you just are completely vulnerable I think are actually sometimes the best moments and just allowing yourself to you know, have no expectations and just to be and and those kind of and I think also that feeling of someone who just needs you and relies on you and you've got to be there for them. And that is, you know, that's your role. Definitely. I mean, I especially love what you're saying about kind of having to remove expectation. And I mean, I certainly can relate to that perfectionist tendency, which I think you're describing of wanting everything done to quite high standard and but then as soon as you have a kid you have to let that go because nothing you can't plan anything and you can't expect anything of them and I think with the child the best thing you can do for them is you know to give that unconditional love which means that you you don't expect them to behave in any way or for today, for them to behave today the same as they did yesterday because they won't because they're changing so much so quickly so you are forced to become I think more fluid as a person definitely it's so true like you say it's that yeah that expectation you just have to cast that aside and I think also just being present in those moments I've, we've moved out of London quite recently and it's definitely allowed me as well to have that space and I grew up in the countryside so moving to London was always kind of that thing where it was like yes you know I'm going to move to London it's going to be wonderful and it's going to be busy and exciting and actually now being out out of London and having this time especially at the moment um, with yeah. more time on our hands the space that I have to to have yeah have that time with Ottilie has been really special actually um really lovely you know for a lot of people having the dads at home um because paternity leave is so short in the UK it's like two weeks or something ridiculous so for anyone having sort of with newborns or young children now being able to have both parents at home to watch them you know in these early years I think is so special isn't it definitely and I know Harry's gonna be absolutely devastated when that changes (laughs) I know he's just loving it at the moment where it's that opportunity to sort of plan his own time with her and go off and do something and you know I think those those and I said to him you know those are the they're the moments that you've got to remember and cling on to and actually when we look back on it rather than saying god how awful was that time actually how lucky were we to have that time with her at the age that she is now so exactly I think yeah trying to put a a silver lining on everything and a positive spin has been my way to get through the last year or so for sure (laughs) oh you've got to you've got it's the only thing we can do right now definitely (laughs) so I've got 10 quick fire questions for you Laura okay 
Oh, God. First question is, what is your most memorable book? Stick of the Dump, when I was little, I remember reading it. (laughs) (laughs) Favourite quote? Uh, Be the person your dog thinks you are. (laughs) Most influential mentor? Uh, I absolutely love Brene Brown. Oh, my God, she's amazing. Yeah, incredible. Your go-to feel-good film? Uh, Up. Pixar classic. Oh my god, it's so good. I know. <gasps> That's such a good one. <laughs> a moment where you felt most proud. Oh, um, singing at Covent Garden Opera House because my whole family were there. My grandpa, who <gasps> isn't with us anymore, and it was just the best feeling in the entire world. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> a song that cheers you up. My wedding dance song, Otis Redding. That's how strong my love is. Oh my God, I'm going to listen to that. I haven't heard that one. So good. Top tip for dealing with stress. Some Wim Hof breathing. I love it. I do it all the time now. Yeah, or just breathing (laughs) in general. You know what? Absolutely. That is the best thing you can do for stress. Your guilty pleasure. Whispering Angel Rosé. So expensive, it's ridiculous, but it tastes so nice. Oh so I really my God, it. yes. And you know what? <laughs> even just the sun being out, even though it's like 12 degrees outside, I'm like, oh my God, well, summer's here. Yeah, exactly. One thing you'd like to achieve in the next year? I just want to perform in front of people. I'm keeping it very simple. That is just, for me, oh. would be really special to have a live oh. performance. Just what you love. Yeah, exactly. And the first person you call to share good news? Can I have my husband and my mum? On yep, the same absolutely. call, <laughs> <Group> oh. <chat. laughs> on a Zoom. I would just like to ask as well for anybody that's listening that is looking to perform or start a career in music, what would be something you could say to them? A little nugget of advice. I'd say find people who have had that experience and talk to them about the best way into the industry. It depends what you want to do, but I would say now what is amazing about our online world and the positive for social media is that you can reach so many more people than ever before. So if you love music and you want to perform, put yourself out there on social media and do what you do. And if you keep doing that, it will have an impact. And I think that's what's really exciting now is that YouTube, you know, Instagram, wherever you want to put your music, you can, it's there, that platform. So use those platforms to your advantage. And I'd say just get some advice from people I talk to lots of aspiring singers and I give a lot of singing lessons especially over the last year and I think actually you know just having those conversations um, building those contacts is really important but yeah putting yourself out there has to be really oh my god yes I love that do you know what you're so right about using Instagram in that way and I think so many people don't out of fear but magic happens outside your comfort zone exactly and myself included yeah it's it is and and they are our most powerful marketing tools definitely and the thing is you know if you if you stay true to what you're doing and you keep bringing it back to what it is you're passionate about and you keep that thread along you know people will start to get you and start to understand you and that will draw people in if I feel like you're constantly trying to reach out and and trying to prove yourself then I think that comes across sometimes in the wrong way just do what you know you do you put it out there and the people that love that music or love that kind of vibe that you have will will be drawn to that definitely I believe that oh thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing your three moments you have such a lovely energy and I can't wait till one day I can come and see you perform in person I know please do and I I can't wait for that day either but thank you so much for having me thank you so much bye lovely bye lovely thank you 